0: Welcome back to Teradex live streaming show on the NAB 2014 floor. I'm Deborah Kaufman, associate editor of Broadcast Beat, and we're back with a couple of really interesting people from the company MTI Film. I have JD Vandenberg. Yes, hello. Hello, and Amy Hawthorne. Hi Deborah. And they're going to be talking with us about some of the really interesting products that MTI Film is showing at the floor. One of you, would you tell us a little bit first about what MTI Film is, for those of our viewers who may not know.
1: Okay, so MTI is a company that was founded by two professors of applied mathematics. And MTI actually stands for Mathematical Technology Incorporated. Mm -hmm. And so uh, at our very core, we have um, innovation and a lot of uh, our own algorithm that we write. And and so from then, we created first um, film restoration, uh, software called uh, DRS, now DRS Nova that Amy's going to talk about. And um, and then from then we, um, I think about uh, what, 10, 15 years ago? About 15. 15 years ago we started um, the one of the first dailies software, that was then called um, uh, uh, Control Dailies, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, last year we launched the brand new uh, daily software called uh, Cortex Dailies. That's completely file based, GPU accelerated, Uh, um, uh, daily uh, software.
0: All right, well, I've followed MTI Film for a very long time and familiar with your products and like them very much. I have to say that restoration is something that's really close to my heart. I've -hmm. I've written about restoration a lot. Mm -hmm. There's so many amazing films out there that have been lost or are in danger of being lost. I know you work very closely with Sony Pictures on a lot of their big restorations. I've written about them. Mm -hmm. Um, Lawrence of Arabia, I believe, you were involved in that one, correct? Taxi Driver, were you involved in taxi that one driver, as well? Richard III.
2: Right. Um, gosh, now I'm going to, fr- uh, Red Shoes, a number of, basically, a number yeah, of them. Sony we really like to work with quite a bit.
0: Yeah, Sony is very, uh, has a really serious effort to restore a lot of their classic films, thanks to Grover, Chris. Yeah, Grover is, we is amazing. We love Grover. <laughs> and so, what, Amy, why don't you start off a little bit talking about um, uh,
2: the DRS Nova, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, DRS Nova, in the same way that Cortex kind of took our control dailies, and brought it into the modern era of digital, rest, uh, sorry, digital cameras and remote dailies and so forth, DRS Nova kind of takes our film restoration software and brings it into the modern era of just completely file-based workflows. So there's no more VTR-IO, which was a feature of the old correct DRS, but we do expand our support for all resolutions, so if people are working in 6K or 8K, they can, stu- they can use DRS Nova, and we also now support OpenEXR files. So people are really working in 8K? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes people overscan and I've definitely heard of a few really big name projects with some of our customers where they called and said, can I do this 8K? They want to know. But more importantly, what we find now is people are overscanning 4K so they can get the perfs in and use that for stabilization. So this just allows them that little extra wiggle room so they can have the full 4K image plus the additional information that's going to help them finish their project easily. Right, interesting. Now, the, the going to a file-based kind of workflow, is that something
0: that customers demanded? I mean, what, what were the elements that went into this decision to go move to a
2: file-based workflow? It was customer demand and also just, you know, watching what was going on with the industry. We previously had completely file-based workflows for many of our customers. Correct DRS did support that. But there was a whole infrastructure to help support VTRIO, which had been very popular, was people were remastering to HD. And what we saw was less and less of our customers were using that. We saw many of them actually dropping off support for that feature completely because they don't use it. And so we just looked around, and we of course have our own restoration department, which is completely file-based and has been from the start. And we found that we could spend a lot more time optimizing the tools if we just said, okay, DPX, OpenEXR, these are our standard file formats, this is what we support, and now we can make sure those are the fastest, most stable things that you can use. Excellent, I take it that your customers have really gravitated to that. Yeah, absolutely, I think there's no more than two customers that I've told, hey, by the way, we're moving to file-based and we have a solution for them if they want to continue using VTRIO." But Every single person said, oh, I haven't touched a VTR in years. Right, right, so I imagine that's true.
0: And you know, I know you do, also, you do work in-house mm-hmm. and you're very, you're specialists in restoration as yes. well. What are you, are you working on anything interesting now?
2: Uh, I, you know what? I don't know what we're allowed to <laughs> say yeah, and what we're not.
0: But it'll come out eventually and we'll know, oh my yeah. God, MTI Film did that exactly. amazing restoration. What are some of the tools that are most popular, would you say, in the package?
2: Well, the DRS tool, which is the base of it, and that's what we started with back in the 90s, and it was the only tool of the whole system at the time. It's a semi-automated dust and debris removal and it can do everything from standard dust and debris to actually you can use it to fix catastrophic tears and mold problems and all that stuff. And it's unique amongst all the restoration software packages that are on the market. And then we also find that our scratch removal tool and our Technicolor three-layer registration tool for misaligned three-strip negatives are really, really popular. Oh, that's really great. And do you, do you, are you seeing an uptick in people
0: being interested in restoration? I'm curious. I, I hope the answer is yes, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's actually interesting. There seemed to be, and I wonder if the 4K Revolution UHD is kind of driving this a little bit. There was a little bit of a lull for a while as people had kind of finished all of the remastering to HD of their high-level titles that they wanted to get out. And then there's really been another push. And part of it, I think, is, you know, people like Grover Crisp at Sony, Martin Scorsese's product, project, and all that sort of thing, really bringing the idea of restoring and preserving films to the forefront. And then, you know, I think people are now going back to their libraries again to look at 4K content, and they're looking at ways to make that look nice and to make it available to the public.
0: We were just talking a little earlier with Dan May, the president of Blackmagic Design, and they oh. came out with a desktop scanner for thirty thousand yeah. dollars. And as the way he put it, he said every every reel of film is a pot of gold. Mm-hmm. and I think that's really true, and I think that yeah. um, you know, I think these restoration tools are going to become increasingly important. Yeah. So what's the next step now that you're file based? Where, do you, where, do you, where are you going to be going from
2: here? So we're working to integrate a number of algorithms we've been working on w- with our research department, um, and some of that's going to be a much better automated dust and debris removal tool, which is the holy grail of all It is the holy grail, isn't it? And we have uh, Dr. Kevin Manbeck, who has a PhD in applied math, has been working on this thing we call AutoClean for a number of years now. And we actually have a version of it that we can use in-house. It's working in a way that it's not integrated in the tool, but for our engineers can support it. And our next step is to Work that into the actual tool we're able to give to our customers. That's
0: very exciting. Do you think we'll yeah. see that next year at NAV? I think so. Oh, good. So we have something great to look forward exactly. to as well. Wonderful. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Deborah. Okay, so talk, let, uh, JD, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Cortex. Maybe you can put Cortex in context at first <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit.
1: <coughs> so um, this year, we are at NAV showing uh, version 1.5 that's going to be um, released um, in a few weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we integrated um, a lot of very exciting uh, tools. In it. The first one is that now we have um, a copy tool that's integrated, so uh, w- with the copy tool now integrated, we can do the whole dailies chain within the software from the camera card, uh, and you start by copying the content of the cards, you can do multiple copies at once, to the internal storage of the machine, mm-hmm. and uh, it also creates uh, an MD5 checksum files at the same time, mm. and this uh, MD5 uh, checksum file is going to be traveling with the data, alongside with the data, throughout the whole chain, so you can always, at each s- state of copying the data from the camera card to the drive, from the drive to, uh, to the facility, uh, SAN for instance, you can always run this uh, comparison with the original, Bless you, you. and uh, and make sure that the integrity of the files uh, is intact. And not only that, with now the manifest file that I'm going to talk a little more in a minute about, um, you can also know if anything's missing. So uh, right now it's um, this kind of crazy situation where uh, you receive drives at the facility with the camera. Um, I hate to say this term, but negative files, you know, uh-huh. um, the original files from the camera, and uh, sometimes um, you can be missing uh, an entire roll or a few takes and nobody will really see, We wi- really know, you have to go back to the camera report and to the paper, but with this manifest file that is created at the very s- first stage of the copy, and then that can be sent by email, it's an XML file to the facility, then uh, they know what they should expect coming from set and if anything's missing, you can generate a report and tell the setback that uh, something is missing or corrupted for that matter.
0: That's really wonderful. Now I know you wanted to show us some images, correct?
1: Yes, so um, we also uh, came up with um, a turnkey solution that we are uh, proposing now, called the Cortex Carry-On. And it's a computer that's really, here it is, that's really, was um, it's designed at heart to be used on set. It's extremely rugged, uh, it's built in partnership with a company that's doing a lot of military equipment. Wonderful. So uh, it's very solid, it's meant to be uh, taken outdoors and in, into very rough environments. Uh, it features um, liquid cooling, so it's very quiet, it's very important uh, because all those computers generate a lot of heat usually with the, and, and then you have a lot of noisy fans to uh, dissipate that heat. Right, uh, right. Especially when you're uh, shooting in a 100 or 110 degrees uh, environment. So it's liquid cool. it's very quiet. It also has 12 teras of SSD. And it's a RAID, so it's a RAID 5. So you can, um, if you have a failure of, of one of SSD, which is rare, but it can happen, mm-hmm. uh, you can replace it uh, uh, on the fly without losing a lot of performances. Um, it also has 4K output, HDSDI or HDMI. <laughs> um, it has a very powerful GPU card because, as I said, our software is very heavily uh, GPU accelerated, right. and uh, and we have six uh, uh, USB 3 port and two. Turnable two ports, so uh, it's, it's really ideal for uh, moving data very fast from the camera car to the internal 12 tera storage, and from there to all the uh, external drives that are going to be shipped around uh, to the facility or the producers. And
0: this is a shipping unit yet, or what, what yes, are you? Yes, shipping? it is
1: available. Uh, it comes with a uh, bundle with Cortex Delis Enterprise Edition. And so, and it's already used actually on some productions. Uh, oh, good! Can
0: you tell us which ones? Yes,
1: it's Longmire. <laughs> and oh, Longmire, uh, yes. yes uh-huh. In New Mexico, and actually, we were there uh, about three weeks ago, I, I think. I think so, yeah. And uh, I'm very happy to report that it's rock solid; it never failed. Uh, and boy, they they th- it's it's they shoot outdoor, and I was there, and uh, I packed, you know, coming from LA, um, what I thought was a, a big coat. <laughs> but uh, it's so cold at night, yes. and then the sun comes up, and it gets really warm, and then the sun comes down because it's long hours. And it
0: can be dusty as well, and right? It's extremely
1: dusty, and right. it's very rough, and I, uh, uh, when, when we came back uh, from the shoot, we were covered with dust, but the carry-on was there, and it was like uh, really a trooper, no overheating, very quiet, always working, it's also very easy to clean, So. So it's, w- re- it's really working really, really well.
0: That's really fabulous. So I think new, being in New Mexico in a production outside in those uh, harsh environments is really kind of a, a, a real proof of concept. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. yes. That's, That's wonderful. Absolutely. That's great yeah. that you have that wonderful credit. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's, I think what MTI Film is showing at the show is very, very interesting. And I look forward to being able to hear more about Longmire and and the other shows that are upcoming. Thanks so much thank for you. joining us. Thank you. thank you so much for joining us. You're watching the Terradec live streaming show from NAB, tw- 2014 and we'll be back shortly right after a break.